Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But if you haven't seen it, go and check out Izzy and Kempi for breakfast, the SCNZ breakfast page, and have a little look at Mr. Tony, a.k.a. Buckets Kemp, as he uh, dons the arc with no hoop in sight out in the SCNZ car park. Kempi, you think you got a bit of razzle? Let it rain, brother. Let it rain. KFC buckets, maybe. <laughs> KFC buckets. <laughs> oh, oh, cut it out. You remember the... The oh. years, you know, like when you couldn't afford a basketball hoop, and it'll be interesting to see if Jordan's <laughs> got the same story, but yeah, you go inside and you find the, the rubbish bin, and you're like, Mum's not here, so I'm going to cut that rubbish bin in half, I'm going to hang it on the wall, and that can be my basketball hoop. You would have done the same, wouldn't you, Kempi? Mate, I, I, got, I got one better than that. They put, me in the, they put me in the school basketball team straight out of first 15 because they needed a defender. And the ball yeah. fell to me, and I just ran down the court at 100 miles an hour, and I forgot the two-step rule, and I went straight out of the ring. I just threw it at the ring. <laughs> it bounced off the backboard and went back the halfway, mate. It was that like, was the footage I used this morning. I looked at, I looked at the bench, mate, and the, and the PE teacher, who was the basketball coach, he was a freak. He just looked at me and started laughing. I was like, oh, mate, you didn't tell me I had to shoot. <laughs> Tony Travel Kemp. What about this one, Kempi? Get young sister to stand there, create a little hoop with her arms, and then you just scone her right on the noggin. (laughs) Sorry, young sis. Oh, so good. Anyway, we'll see if Jordan Artai has had similar upbringing and had to innovate in his thoughts trying to get a basketball hoop. Jordan Artai, Hawks Bay Hawks Ford in the South NBL is joining us this morning. Morning, Jordan. Morning, the fellas. I appreciate you coming on the show. We were just talking about some innovation or some thoughts of trying to get a hoop when we were growing up. I cut the rubbish bin in half and hung it on the wall, got my young sister to stand there with a hoop, sconed her in the face. She was a perfect backboard for a little alley-oop. You got any similar stories growing up? Oh, I mean, I started basketball quite late, so my one's always started with like a scrunched-up piece of paper and just a rubbish bin bone, so. And honestly, I'm not going to lie, it was probably some of my homework that I just ended up screwing up anyway and put thrown in the rubbish bin. So, <laughs> so yeah. Oh, we're on the same page. I'm the same, mate. Uh, except I didn't. I, I had Dad's uh, TAB newspaper, so he wasn't very happy with that. Um, <laughs> but mate, look, let's talk about that performance. Forty-seven points against the Jets. Eight from thirteen from beyond the arc. You were on fire, mate. Can you just take us through that moment of when you're feeling it? What does it feel like, brother? Yeah, I mean, I started off pretty well. Like, I didn't, I don't think I shot a 
shot an outside shot until late in the second quarter, so everything was kind of just layups or free throws, so that kind of got my rhythm going, and I think after that, the basket just felt like the ocean, like I could just throw anything in and, and it would just go in. Um, but honestly, bro, like, it just felt like an out-of-body experience in a way, like, when you're in, or I feel like when anyone's in that type of mindset and they just got the rhythm going, like, you just don't recognize it until people talk to you about it after the game and you're like, oh, well, I really did just do that. So I couldn't actually tell you exactly what was going through my head at the time because I felt like it was, again, an out-of-body experience. But, yeah, the the basket just felt like the ocean. Now I could just throw the ball in it and just go in. Now you've had that feeling now, and it's it's difficult to follow up a solid performance and try and get back that rhythm. Have you got any things that you, you take, like the mental side of the game, to ensure when things get frustrating, you're able to get back on track? Yeah, I mean, I think with a performance like that, it's definitely a confidence booster. And mm. I guess if you are having a tough time in the next game or whatever, then you know what you're capable of and you kind of just try to revert back to that. But then you also think about just going back to the basics, okay? How do I get my rhythm going again? Like, try and get a couple easy baskets and see the ball go through the hoop, uh, get fouled, go to the free throw line, earn a couple from there. Um, but I think having a performance like that, the confidence is high. Um, and then if you don't, knowing what you're capable of and just going back to the fundamentals. That's, that's fantastic. Jordan, uh, Justin Nelson reckons it's the best performance he's seen from an individual in the five seasons that he's uh, seen it. Mate, those 47 points and, of course, making it through to the finals. How important is it for you guys to be uh, playing in the finals? Yeah, I mean, it's massive because I feel like um, the way we started the season, especially at home, it was looking a bit, bit rocky. It didn't look like we were about to make the top six, um, but I feel like... I was more happy about us getting top six just prior because of all the because of how up and down our season has been than I actually was about the individual performance. Because um, looking back at last year, you, I think it was like ten wins was the minimum you had to get to get a, to get into the top six, and then we managed to get in there with seven, I think. So um, to see that's also a credit to how how much the league has grown with a lot of talent mm-hmm. has come back. But um, no, nah, I'm really excited because I think. For now, this is where the season starts for us, top six, because it's any one game now. It's one and done, and you're and, and you're gone. Scoring points hasn't been a problem. You're averaging about 92 points per game, but uh, you know statistically against, you're averaging about 93. So defensively, how do you shore up that? Yeah, it's just going back to to what just keeping it simple. I mean, I think earlier on we're still trying to figure out how each other play and how how we're going to be more effective on the court defensively. But I think as the season went on, we've just we've just taken it back to the simple things like play hard, play physical, box out and rebound. Like we're not the biggest team um, in this league, but if we bring the physicality and we control the rebounds, I, f- I feel like that creates a lot of our offense because once we are able to get stops, we can just get out and get easy laps on the fast break. Um, but, our main focus has been the defensive end, and I, I feel like that's what's flipped the switch for us to actually get into this top six. So you made the top six, and you've got the Nuggets and uh, the Tuatara. The Tuatara losing a couple of games late there. Are, are they the two teams to beat? Oh, for sure. I mean, the Tuatara are a very experienced and talented squad, but at the end of the day, top six is top six. Like, you got one game, and 
you can catch any team on a bad day and if it's if you're hitting anything that's them gone home and last year I experienced that like with the Saints last year we had a, we probably had the most talented squad in the league and we went up against the Tuatara and they just brought it that day and we were sent home packing so it's just anyone's game at the end of the day well you look at the Nuggets last year Anything can happen in the playoffs. They punched their way and won yeah. the title, and uh, they're there again. So anything can happen. You t- covered it right then and there. But you're taking on the Canberra- Canterbury Rams. who finished their season with a win over the Bulls. What are the Hawks looking at to progress against the, the Canterbury Rams this Thursday? Yeah, I mean, we, we've lost both games against them. I mean, we had, a, we had our first game against them at home, and it went into triple overtime. Um, and then when we played them down in Christchurch, I think they gave us a good, they gave us a good one. So I think for us, knowing knowing how they play, I mean they've added Corey Webster, which is a whole different dynamic. Um, he's a high quality caliber player, but I feel like if we just stick to what's been working for us with getting stops, playing with pace, um, I think we can control we can control our own destiny in that in that sense. But um, they are a very talented squad, and we're going to have to be on point with everything, especially our defensive schemes. Well, Webster ain't no Jordan, four-time NZNBL <laughs> champion, winning three with the Wellington Saints and one with the Otago Nuggets. So how important have you been this week? You've got that ch- uh, finals mentality? Oh, yeah, bro. I mean, this whole build-up has been, like, from day dot when I got down to the bay to to basically now has been preparing for this top six moment. And then also on top of that, it's been preparing for the Tall Blacks. Like, that's those have been my two focuses, is getting in top six, getting that opportunity in the finals and letting that play out and then hopefully everything just takes care of itself and that helps me carry that momentum over into the Tall Blacks. Yeah, Jordan, it's a, it's a big season coming up for you, mate. Uh, how, how, I mean, you've, you've been around the league, you've played for the Saints, the Nuggies, uh, the Jets, the Mountaineers as well. What attracted you to the Hawks and what's it been like uh, playing under uh, un- under that crew there, Jared Kenny, of course, still playing on court, but also the GM and things. How, how, how's that experience been? Yeah, I mean, it's funny because playing with JK, like he was my first uh, roommate as a, when I was a tall black when I was a young boy when I debuted with them. So I've known him for a while, and then also we played in Cairns together, so we've had a good relationship there. But last year when I was injured and me and my partner were about to have a, were having a baby. He, his first message was, "Hey, bro, I think uh, Hawks Bay is a great place to raise a baby." <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so that's where we kind of kicked off the conversation. And then um, I've never I've never really played in Hawks Bay, but I'm gonna tell you, it's probably one of the better places to live. And he wasn't he wasn't lying when he said it's a it's a nice place to raise a baby. It's beautiful down here. It's not too cold. The weather's nice, but. Um, I think just having that relationship relationship with him throughout the years um, and just knowing what he brings to the table, not only on the court, but knowing him as a person off the court has been great. Um, so that kind of, and then the talent, the talented roster that they've been able to put around the Hawks for a couple of years now has been, has been awesome. And so that kind of ignited and started having more of the conversations and that just made me put pen to paper. Are you calling Hawks Bay home? Because I'm a Hawks Bay lad, and I really appreciate that <laughs> statement. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'm not going to go that far just yet. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Porirua for me is always going to be home, but like, mm-hmm. I think I always said this: like, uh, Hawks Bay has been the best weather I've ever had playing in the NZNBL. Like, 
it's, it's, be, it's been beautiful. Like, it's not very often where I'm able to go wake up in the morning, take my daughter for a walk and not have to take two puffer jackets, a hoodie, a rain, and cover her up with a rain jacket and all that where I can actually go out and just, just a t-shirt and shorts and then we can just go for a walk and be on our way. So I think that's been pretty good. What do you mean, bro? you got a roof on the stadium. You don't have to deal with that rain. You're undercover. <laughs> oh, bro. <laughs> bro, you, it, it, it's almost colder inside the gym than it is outside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, beautiful. Hey, you're from Porirua. So you didn't uh, don the basketball court with uh, the one and only TJ Perinara, who actually thinks he's a bit of a baller. Yeah, bro. So I, I've known TJ since intermediate, bro. So, <laughs> like, like, like. Obviously, you know him pretty well as well. But I mean, great. When I when I first started getting into the whole basketball scene, at when I got to Mana College, um, he was always the one that he's always a competitive guy, bro. And couldn't tell him couldn't tell him no to anything. And didn't matter how <laughs> how good you were or how good of a shooter he thought he was. But yeah, nah. He he's always been that guy, bro. Like. Anything, if you even if you beat him, bro, he'll say, "Oh, it was just your lucky mm. day type thing." But, <laughs> but yeah, no, I good. hate, I hate to say it, he's actually pretty good at basketball, and I'll never ever say it to his face. But he's schooled <laughs> me up a couple of times on the court. I think I got a, me a Dirk Nowitzki little fadeaway. But anyway, brother, we appreciate <laughs> we appreciate you coming on the show. Outstanding uh, performance up against the Jets. You're in the playoffs now, and uh, all the best taking on the Canterbury Rams, mate, and doing prep for the Bay proud. Oh, uh, yeah, go well, brother. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. Cheers. Jordan Atai, yeah. yeah well, that, but how, how tall is TJ? Because he strikes me as a bit of a Spud Webb. Do you remember Spud Webb? Charlotte Hornets. Yes. He's, yeah, he's he's tiny. He's not, not that tall. Like, he'd be up to my shoulders. But, man, oh, I hate saying it. Man. He's so competitive. He is so competitive, and he's got handles. He's got handles. He's got a jumper. He can get to the room, get to the board. Like we used to train up in Auckland at Les Mills in the Auckland gym there, and out the back they've got the basketball court. So after every gym session, all the boys are out there having one on one, three v three, having a full on like harder than training. You go there, have a three on three, and then you go training, and go out there and get absolutely pummeled at training. So yeah, he could have been a good basketball player, Teach. Mm. Nice, nice, Spud Webb. There's a- He's, I don't, I don't know, how old, how tall is TJ? He's bit t- I mean, Spud Webb's five six. He's taller than that, isn't he? Oh, he'd be taller than that. <laughs> yeah, that's small. <laughs> that's tiny. Well, look, I'll give it to TJ. He's, he's probably about six something. Six something for sure. But um, he's he's <laughs> oh, one of the bigger. He, he's a, he's one of the bigger halfbacks. Right. Okay. He's one of the bigger right. halfbacks. But if you look at the uh, finals and the playoffs, like when you look at it, Tuatara been flying pretty nicely. The Nuggets got off to a good start. I think they were eight or no mm. at the start of the NBL, and they fell away a wee bit. Like if anything can happen. Nuggets came from nowhere last year and won it. Tuatara, if anyone outside the top two, who are you picking? I think that Rams team. I mean, I hate to say because we just had Geordie on, but that Rams team were were putting pressure on that top two all season. They were there or thereabouts. So, yeah, and then you can't discount the Saints. The Saints squad's pretty good too, although they, they struggled. They had a really bad start and had to had to put the – they did the opposite of the Nuggets, basically. Started rubbish and, and finished well. I, I think well, that's I th- how you finish. I think you've got to take Jordan, you know, like the confidence that he takes into that, saying, you know, it's a top six and anyone can win it. I think you have to take the Hawks mm. quite seriously when they go out and they beat the, the Tour uh, Taro, you know, like as a, as a form guide. 
You know, they're they're actually going all right. Mm. So, you know, I like that line that he said. You know, it was like throwing the ball into the ocean. They just keep keep going in <laughs> yeah. the hoop. You know, is if he's if he's seen if he's seen the rim like that, mate, I wouldn't put it past him. He gets another forty points. Yeah, man. And, and the the top two teams, they get a week off. Mm. They have a week off, a well earned week off, but it can disrupt the team as well. And these teams are going to go on with uh, playoff. Um, physicality, playoff game minutes, and it's going to count for a hell of a lot. So Bayhawks got a chance. Our SCNZ Otago Nuggets. Todd Withers. I've got a Withers singlet, Kempi. You didn't get one. Cause of... Sorry about that. Um, but um, really looking forward to seeing <laughs> how it is. You, so you just keep turning left, mate. He sounded so sorry, didn't he? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just had to. I just had to. And what do we have to do? We have to shoot off and come back because there's a couple of messages here, lads, in regards to Peter Umanga Jensen and a bit on the NZR and a bit of NPC as well. But that was Jordan Nartai. If you missed that or you missed any of our chats this week or in the past, head over to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on the SCNZ app and you'll get all our up-to-date interviews. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Thanks to the Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrance.